Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's a week. A week went by. It's it's been a week. (laughs) Yeah. So far, it's been a week, and it's only Tuesday. I mean, what the hell? There's three more days to go. Well, my week actually starts on Friday. Oh, really? So I'm on my weekend. Well, everybody's (laughs) working for the weekend. Yeah, and I'm weekend for the working. Uh-huh. All right, then. That's right. Well, let's go with it. It's late. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it with such confidence, it makes it sound like it actually just was right. Yes. Instead of like, I'm, you know, hmm, what the, hmm, no, you just did it. You were like, this is what I'm saying. I was like, I'm on yeah. board. I used to work at Nordstrom and in makeup. And there's one thing you need to know about Nordstrom is everybody's on commission. So they will tell you whatever they need to tell you for you to buy whatever they're trying to sell you. So if you need this eye cream, it is the best eye cream out there, and you will never see better results. Did I tell you about the pushy sales lady at uh, Bloomingdale's when I bought my swimsuit? Yeah, uh, I yeah. think you did, but... Yeah, I was just I was trying to check out and buy, like, a swimsuit. That's all I wanted was this one thing. And meanwhile, like, this lady started just telling me and Todd about, like, <laughs> what we need to be doing to treat our beards and, like, oh, I should be using, like, uh, something for my T-zone and mm-hmm. all these things. And I was just like, lady, do I look like someone? who really cares about what I look like. They're selling you the whole package. Yeah. I'm fucking 35. I've never done anything to take care of the skin on my face. I really should. But like, I just, I don't have the time right now. They should have showed you false lashes. I don't need that. Actually, I have very nice, luscious lashes. What about beard glitter? That I do need, except yes. for the glitter part. But, oh. you know. <laughs> I just need it. beard. Yeah, I'll just keep my beard. Um, although I'm sure I could probably do some conditioning on the beard because, you know. Beard oil is very generous. Well, and also, like, you know, yeah, the skin gets all dry under the beard. So, you, oh, yeah. Uh, you get the beard dandy. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, now that we've gone a deep dive in beard maintenance. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to so. sell that to you now. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I wanted to say the results of the Witcher poll that we did. And what, we'll um, first tell people what the poll was. So the poll was we were talking about the Witcher last week and. There was a contest to see who was the better sorceress, Yennefer, Triss, or Ciri. And you had to be Yennefer, right? Of course, Yennefer won. Who are we trying to kid ourselves? <laughs> and um, she won, with, I think, with 60, 62%. Triss had 23%. And poor little Ciri had a sad little 15%. But she doesn't even go here. She doesn't even go here. I want my pink shirt back. <laughs> I want my ruffled dandelion shirt back. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, so she's the reigning top dog. Nice. As we already knew. Well, yeah, I think we all we all saw that coming. Yeah, sorry, Ed, because Ed is like a huge, huge Siri fan. Mm. You should have voted more. Vote early and often. Yes. Especially when it comes to Witcher polls. Okay, they're very important. Right. So what have you been up to? Aside from, you know, polling the masses about uh pitting pitting women against each other. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's that's not very me too, but whatever. (laughs) Um so I saw the Black Panther. You seven years after it came out. <laughs> and how was it? What did you think? Well, it is a Marvel movie, and I really liked it. It's so good, right? It's so good. And uh, how amazing is Killmonger's hair when it's all just kind of pushed to the side? He looks so good. Right? Yeah, he's luscious. Right? I even liked his 
tattoos all like over his, his body, scar. his scarring. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite character, um, and I'm I don't know any of their names, but she's the Michonne. head of the guard, like Michonne from Walking Dead. Oh yeah, I her. didn't even realize it's her. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, she's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, I she's feel also like- amazing in. Infinity War. Which I have not seen, so no spoilers <laughs> on that one. Todd was out of town. I wasn't able to go. I have to wait. I had to wait until he got back in town, and now we're recording wow. tonight, which is why I'm not seeing it right now. Wow. I'm ahead I, of you for a film. No, and you, you should be honored. Like, seriously, like, <laughs> instead of going to see a movie, we are recording a podcast right now when I could be seeing Infinity War. But guess what? It just came out. You'll have plenty of time oh my god do you have any idea how terrifying the internet is right now though like spoilers man everyone wants to like spoil i've already heard enough jokes where i think i've already kind of pieced together the ending and i don't want to know anymore like i keep having to like walk away from people yeah um i mean you can you could give it away really easily if you don't pay mind to what you're saying but like it's so frustrating like it's been five days i know people cannot keep their mouth shut it's no longer the crying game where they could keep the secret yeah for years and years and people still don't know the secret of the crying game and that came out in 1990 well the like the fact that like nobody ruined the red wedding okay when the book had been out for 20 years for fucking ever (laughs) and like yeah meanwhile like we can't go five fucking days america well it is the number one movie ever don't care oh sorry well I think this is what happened. All you should be able to say for the first week or two was either like saw Avengers, liked it, didn't like it, good or bad. I don't need details. Yeah. Well, let's go back to Black Panther, though. Yes, because that's been out forever. We can actually talk about that. Yeah. So Black Panther, um, I like it because like the superhero movies that I find the most fascinating, it has, as I told you before, it has heart. So um, it has good character development, which is why I liked Wonder Woman. Um, I liked X Men the the first two of them because they were they were kind of like deeper films. Like yeah, they were talking about mutants in this, but there was a a bigger understanding that they were trying to convey, which was in this film where they were kind of, it was like a um a metaphor for what's happening in the real world now and and then they also like brought in real world problems into the film that that they had to deal with well and it's cool that the villain actually is he's not really a villain with a capital v it's not like he's trying to be bad he actually kind of wants almost the same thing his methods are just very different and when killmonger is complex he's complex and then when you see the film and you see his backstory and what happened to him you're you feel sorry for him. Yeah, he actually has like a really compelling. I mean, you motiv- hate him. But he has a motivation for but... the way he, the the reason like he has a motivation for being the way he is. Yeah, like not to give him as an excuse, but like it actually feels justified. Yes, it is. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I didn't realize that this movie has a very um, close storyline to Lion King. Mm. If you think about it, yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. It's very similar. Which Lion King's also just Hamlet. Hamlet, yeah. So, so, hmm. All right then. Well, I'm glad you saw Black Story Panther for finally. The ages. Oh, and how great was his sister? Oh my god, I love her. She's and so I love good. her in Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> I loved her in Black Mirror. Which one? She's in the most, the last episode of the new season. I haven't seen the new season yeah, It's yet. called Black Museum. Wow. Black Panther, Black Museum. She's 
got it all. Yep. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, and then... Well, it's like Mina Suvari. She was in, I think, the movies American Virgin, American Pie, and American Beauty. She's all American girl. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else I wanted to say about the Black Panther. The costumes were cool. And I love... The, um, what's their, their area called? Wakanda. Wakanda. I keep wanting to say Uganda. Well, right. it's a real place. It's a real it's place, like, yeah. but I keep getting yeah confused. But um, yeah, Wakanda. I love the costume design and the colors they used, and I like how they go through some rituals, like a lot of rituals. And I don't know, it was just good. And I even and I don't really care for Forrest Whitaker all that much, but I liked him too. Well, it's like and it's such a it's a it's such a cool movie. It has such powerful women in it, and like you know, even like the. <laughs> Like, yes, would that movie pass your your? Um, I believe that movie does pass the I, Bechdel test. I'm not 100, yes, percent it does. But it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Um, and even though, like, and I I love the you know like the two the like the two uh like big white actors that were in it. I really like too. I love Martin Freeman, and I thought that uh Andy Serkis was good too. Yeah, Andy Serkis kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, that's a crazy voice compared to Golem. Right. <laughs> and he was good because he he could force a character that is super unlikable. Like, he's one of those characters that you just want to hate. Yeah. But you can't because he's done so well. And so, yeah. But yeah. So kudos to Andy And for also, that. seriously, Black Panther is just full of beautiful people. Like, there's so yeah. many. Yeah. Mm. That's fine. I want to see that movie again. I thought the wig part was pretty funny also when they walk into the, the casino and and uh, Michonne, she's like, oh, women yeah. wear this. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it's all like, about disgusting. that. Disgusting. <laughs> it's pretty funny. The, the, oh, and that's the other thing is the jokes, both in um, um, Infinity War and Black Panther were subdued. They didn't they I mean, upset you like. They uh, didn't upset me. There were, I mean, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy are in the Infinity War as we know, but they didn't upset me well, as good. they usually do. Well, I mean, at least there's a lot of other characters to help diffuse them, I imagine. Like, yeah. Just, so they're not quite as intense. Yeah. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing Infinity War. And yeah, Todd and I are trying to see it tomorrow. Because, um, yeah, I hear it's kind of almost like Game of Thrones. like Because like, they kind of clump up people and they jump from character set to character set. And like every time you yeah. get to the new set, you're like, ooh, them. I love yeah. them. And it's like when you're, you're with watching... them just enough so you don't get bored of them. Yeah. And it's like when you watch you know Game of Thrones, it's like it suddenly hops over to uh, Daenerys. And you're like, ooh, her. I love her. Yeah. I remember her. Yeah. So, oh, Travis watched Thor Ragnarok after I ragged on Ragnarok last what, week. What do you think? He 100% agreed with me. Really? Well, he liked the original Thor movie like a lot, didn't he? Um, I don't remember if he liked that one at all. I think he liked the original. Oh, no, he's a Captain America guy. He likes Captain America. Well, I don't I, think he liked Thor at all. I think Captain America is so boring. Yeah, I didn't care for Captain America either. Yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting. I don't know. Maybe if you rewatch it, you'll go, okay, yeah, I see what she's talking about. Thor yeah. Ragnarok? Yeah. I watched it like a week and a half ago. Oh, and you still loved it? Love it. But Hella is so one-dimensional. Don't care. Okay. Well, then we'll move on. So what have you watched? <laughs> it, it is a comic book movie. I don't necessarily expect super high, like multi-dimensional characters. Black Panther was a nice little bonus. All right. But like, you know, when I see a comic well, book movie, I expect to see a man who can do anything a spider can. I think Thanos will be a very nice surprise then. Okay. It's hilarious to me that, uh, that Josh Brolin is two villains in the Marvel Universe between him being Thanos in infinity war and he's cable in uh deadpool 2 oh yeah and then what's his face is um captain america and he's human torch 
Yeah, well, Chris Evans was both. But it's two different. Yeah, I mean, and then, and then like Fantastic Four is yeah, it's Fox, and then he got replaced by Michael B. Jordan anyway, who is also Killmonger. So I love it. Like whoever's played the Human Torch now has played other people in the Marvel universe. Oh yeah, that's crazy, uh, huh? Yeah. Huh. Well, it's also I mean, what you know, uh, what Ryan Reynolds has been Deadpool and uh, Green Lantern, but at least that's DC and Marvel separately. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's always kind of interesting to like and two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Well, yeah, and then it just became two guys and a girl in later seasons. Which it bummed me out because I love pizza. I do too. Yeah. I like that show. That show was funny. Yeah. Nice. And he was cute. Well, yeah. He now, still is. Now I just think he's annoying. What? But I did. I do like Deadpool. Don't worry. Calm down. I like Deadpool. Calm down, everyone. Oh, I'm plenty calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. We're cool. Nobody's dying tonight, I think. So The but, podcast is young. It's yeah, early. Yes. Um, What'd you see? I saw some other movies, but... Well, what else have you been up to? Let's, let's... I saw Jumanji, because ah! you let me borrow it. What and... did you think? This is Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, the new one. Yes, and it is pretty funny. Right? It's actually hilarious. I was kind of drunk, so I was laughing my ass off. Like, it it has so much fun with video game tropes, without yeah. being like a video game movie. It's... Yeah. I love, love, love uh, Karen Gillan as Ronda Roundhouse. Oh my god, she's so good. She's so good. Yeah, I didn't even know it was, uh, what's her face from Oh, it's uh, Guardians. Nebula. Nebula, yeah. yeah. That's so good. Did you see Oculus, that horror film? I did. I love that movie. She in that one? Yeah. That's her too? She's the lead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good film. Our f- Crystal's friend directed that, didn't he? What? I, somebody we know, one of their friends directed it. What? I forget who. I fucking love that movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, Jumanji was really funny. I like Jack Black a lot. I always think he's funny. So. Like, seriously, I thought even Kevin Hart was great in that movie, and I don't always love Kevin Hart. Yeah, he was funny too. But, like, Jack Black fucking kills it, though. And The Rock is as charming as he always is. He has that smoldering stare. Oh, yes. And then Jack Black is always like, could you do that again? <laughs> well, and then... Uh, and oh, even... um, What's-his-face was good. The the Jonas brother. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's... I love the fact that, like, they kind of kept under wraps that uh, Nick Jonas was in it. And he's good, too. He's super cute, too. Yeah. No wonder Jack Black was all into him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I'm glad you finally got to see Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle and that you liked it because it's yeah. fun. It was very... Um, it kind of reminded me of, like, Uncharted meets Far Cry meets... Yeah. Yeah. Tomb Raider, maybe. Meets Wreck-It right. Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's something very... Yeah, the video game equality is really great. And the adventure it does anyway is really fun to watch. Even if it hadn't used the video game, you know, um, ideas of having, like, lives and weaknesses and strengths and yeah. special abilities, it was still... And the jokes were over the top, but they were not awful. Well, and also, I do love a good body swap comedy. <laughs> I do too. Which, like, it did a hell of a oh job God, doing a good body swap comedy. Favorite, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's funny. We were just I was talking recently about. Um, uh, did you see Ladybug? That's kind oh, of a, well, that's not a body swap, but but I mean, it's you know, kind of mistaken identity. Or she's kind the of man thing. was one of my favorites. Well, yeah, well, it's like I mean, I, I was thinking movies like you know, Big Business. Oh yeah, and, and even then, you know, I guess there's Hot always chicks and yeah, and there's always the other stuff of like the you know Freaky Friday, vice versa, like father like son, yeah, that whole series of you know even what uh, Dream Little Dream was another one, yeah, like all those sort of like body swap movies. I did not think I'd build a name like five body swap movies that quickly, but here we are. Wait, but there's also um <laughs> um 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 uh, uh the the hot chick. 
Oh, and I love the hot chance uh, with all, Rob Schneider and all of me with uh, Lily Tomlin and Steve Martin. Oh my god, yeah, so many good ones, right? That was like a whole thing. It was for a whole genre, yeah, it was for a genre the 80s and 90s. Seriously, it was super hot in the late 80s. Totally nice. Yeah. So what else do you watch? Um, and I watched The Shape of Water. Ah, what do you think of that? It is really good, isn't it? Um, it's definitely a film I'd probably only watch once. Todd was weirded out by the uh, frank depictions of uh, her sexuality. Um, I was not well. I mean, yeah, a little bit. It, it very much reminded me of a French film. Mm-hmm. It felt like Amelie, except Amelie, with I, like a sea god it love felt story. A little bit of Amelie to me. It felt a little bit of City of Lost Children to me. Well, those are both Jean Pierre Genet movies. Oh, same director. Okay, we'll see. So it was very green (laughs) which is very his kind of totally jean-pierre i can't jean-pierre genet yeah his type of color scheme or jean-pierre genet 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 alaska alaska yes such a bitch sorry oh this is so funny still god it's not that funny it was though your reaction was priceless of all the times we didn't we weren't doing like a video recording of the podcast that's the one i regret the most thank god well i'm glad you saw shape of water and that you liked it even if it is a one-time view yeah definitely a one-time view um the villain i hated because he was an ass wipe but uh, yeah and um i saw westworld the first episode of the second season have you not watched episode two yet oh it's out you have it on sunday no but in the first one, I liked it, mm-hmm. and I got to see my friend Lisa because she's in it. The panicked woman, yeah, or frantic woman. The what, what panicked is woman, panicked woman. I think, yeah. Um, and she was really good. She's the one who gets confronted by the blonde on the horse. Oh, okay. And they go, that happens. <laughs> 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 but yeah, she was good. So yeah, how about you? What have you been watching? Um, well, uh, I actually haven't really watched a lot. Um, but I've been up to other things. Um, on Saturday I went to the dentist. Amazing! I still have teeth too. Yeah, right. I right. like I like going to the dentist. It's like a weird little ego boost for me because they always say such nice things to me. Because I guess I take good care of my teeth. Plus, I think I'm kind of genetically uh predisposed to having like pretty durable teeth and um they're always kind of impressed that i still wear my retainers and it's been like 17 nice. or 18 years since i have my braces off yeah. so like they always say nice things which i i can appreciate plus also like i can kind of fall asleep at the dentist like mid scrape i can just like it's a weird superpower of mine yeah the dentists i don't like dentists the people but i don't mind going to the dentist once i'm there i don't have like problems in the chair oh, it's like, i love my hygienist and my doctor like they're really? yeah like i always chat with them yeah so, i don't it, know it was nice to do that that's okay the dentist kind of sucks though so continue <laughs> uh then i get to hang out with my mom and my stepbrothers and my stepdad for a little bit got some lunch nice and then i went home walked a dog and uh after that joined up with crystal who was visiting from up north Yay. and we met up with hector and Jessica and Matt. Hello, you guys. Hi. I know at least that uh, I think uh, Jessica I, and Matt listen. Yes. I know Jessica does because she actually mentions a few uh, choice moments from recent episodes to me. Ah, oh, cute. Um, but, uh, Hopefully it wasn't Juno, Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for me to know and you to never know because you didn't show up. 
to I, hang out. It's not that I didn't show up. I no, you didn't make it. You weren't there, so you didn't show. I told you I wasn't going though. Yeah, I know, but you didn't show up. <laughs> uh, so we uh, we we all met up and we went to an escape room, which is super fun. What was the theme? The theme was uh, it was a horror uh, room. It was oh. a medium difficulty, sixty minute time limit. Sixty, yeah, yeah, sixty what, minutes. Was it scary? Uh, it wasn't at first, and then it like it actually got some like legitimate like yells or like screams from all of us. <laughs> it was it was kind of fun. Like it was like three rooms, and like the first room was, you know like an office and the second room was like a weird closet and then the third room was like a weird torture chamber with a bunch of like dead bodies in it and um like there was like a thing on the wall written in like black light responsive light that said like the screams of the victims will illuminate the truth or whatever and we we're all like huh and all of a sudden like our game master i guess like slammed on the wall a couple times like yeah, on the other great. side of the wall and we all went ah and it Cause, lit up. <laughs> well, because at first we were like, okay, the screams uh, of the victims will like illuminate the truth. Like we were all kind of like, do we need to go? Like ah, like we all like, do we just phone in a yell to get the lights on? And then next thing we know, like this loud banging happens, and all of us go ah, and like the lights came on. And we're like, well, that worked. Uh, it was super fun though. We finished with twenty minutes to spare. Um, Congratulations! Yeah, we had a good time. It was it was fun. It was a good excuse to. So what was? the theme though um so the story of it was that there is a politician who has this like bill and it needs to be like signed or found or something like that needs like hanging on to it and a rival politician who you work for uh needs the bill and he wants to send you into his office to get it hmm. uh and the last couple of interns that he sent in to go get never came out exactly they were never heard from again and so uh it's five o'clock and you need to break into his office and get the bill and he'll be back from his golf uh, tea time at six. You have one hour. Don't get caught. Um, and so we, uh, yeah. So we had to get the bill and find out like the dark underbelly of of what this politician is up wow. to. Wow. Were there like math equations, or was it mostly like? Um, there wasn't any real math. Uh, it was more about uh, like there was stuff about knowing like which president was which like when it came to like number of term like the term number um you know it's like and it was like it was you had like a to turn the busts of various presidents to match the like a compass that had numbers on it based on like what their term was yeah and it was like you know washington one lincoln 16 clinton 42 and then another one who's which one I, I who I've forgotten, but it was only four directions on the compass, and he was the other one. Yeah, um, but it was somebody I don't know. <laughs> um, and like it was, it was it was an interesting escape room. It wasn't perfect. Uh, like you know some of the puzzles didn't necessarily like work like they were supposed to. Like occasionally you would hear through the little microphone, so I'd be like, okay, jiggle that back and forth a little bit. That should have opened. Like there was lots of like if we did the right thing, but it just didn't open. Mm. Occasionally he'd sort of cop, pop in and be like, yeah, I just. Uh, do that uh, just a little bit harder, please, because uh, that should open. <laughs> and so it was like a little bit of like, well, we felt a little handholdy at times, yeah. but like we had a good time and like we were always on the right track and we always kind of had the right things. Sometimes just things didn't really work out like they were supposed to. So that was fun. We had a good time, though. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, I just picked up Todd from the airport yesterday because he did a comedy festival up in Oregon. So that was uh, fun for him. Apparently that went well. Yeah. The Undertow Comedy Festival. Um, 
And last week, I was also actually traveling. I went to San Francisco for work because we were um, a fi- we were finalists for uh, six different awards for game marketing. Congratulations! Thank you. We did not win any, but sorry. Um, it was nice to be a finalist, and it was good to go up and see some clients and hang out and like really get to chat and just kind of you know enjoy their company for a little bit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, speaking of awards, um, my friend Shadi. Who, yeah, yeah, she won in a daytime Emmy for, for Danger and eggs. eggs. Yeah, so congratulations to her, and yeah, nice. that's her award. <laughs> congratulations! If you haven't seen Danger and Eggs, though, you really should. It's an Amazon so, Prime. Amazon Prime. It's a cartoon. They're like twenty-minute episodes. It's about I've talked about it before, but it's about a girl named Dee Dee Danger and her best friend. Um, who's an egg, and <laughs> she's like the daredevil, and he's like, oh, I'm scared, you shouldn't do that. Well, the fragile. voice of reason. So um, it's funny dynamic and their little adventures, and it's cute. And the episodes are actually very smart. It's very trans-friendly. It's very um, non-binary, non-binary friendly. And um, they have really funny like themes, like one's a Ren fair and like very nerdy-centric. So nice. it's cute, yeah. Well, and then the last thing I've been up to is uh, I have been celebrating pretty fucking intensely the new album by Janelle Monet. Oh, really? Do you, do you know her at all or do you listen to her? Uh, I know who she is, yeah. Her new album is great. Really? It's called Dirty Computer. It came out on Friday. They have not announced a vinyl release date yet, which is dumb. But um, <laughs> it's it's great. And she did a thing called, uh, she called it a, an emotion picture where she released like a 48 minute um, short film. That wow. has like some of the music videos in there, but it kind of creates like a longer narrative starring uh, Tessa Thompson is a large part of it. You know, Tessa Thompson. Nope. She is uh, the head of the board on Westworld. She's Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yes. She is Samantha White from Dear White People. Yes. I know she is. She's awesome. She's Didn't care the... for her as Valkyrie. <laughs> Don't really care for her in Westworld, but she's I'm the sure girlfriend. she's good in Dear White People. She's the girlfriend in Creed. Uh, Creed? The fragrant <laughs> band. <laughs> God. Assassin's the, Creed. <laughs> the, uh, the movie with Michael B. Jordan where he plays as Adonis Creed, the son of Apollo Creed, the guy who fought Rocky in, I forgot which Rocky. Gotcha. But it's basically like- It's the newest one. Yeah. 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 She's the girlfriend in that. It's on, I think it's on HBO right now. Tessa Thompson is awesome. <laughs> so there. Um, anyway, but yeah, she's in it. Um, and also, as a fun little extra little bit, so yeah, Dirty Computer, first off, is great, and you should listen to it. The emotion picture for Dirty Computer is also pretty good. It's not not perfect, but it's fun to watch. And uh, uh, Janelle Monet also came out as being uh, pansexual. Oh, nice. Yeah, she declared herself to be one free-ass motherfucker. I know she always dresses very androgynous. Well, yeah, I mean, her first, like, what, two albums, she kind of, like, lived in, like, a, a suit. A suit with, like, with a, a pompadour. A pompadour, yeah. Yeah, and so, um, and, like, it used to be whenever anyone would ask her about her relationships or her sexuality, she would always have the same response of, it's I... not your fucking business. She would always say, I only date robots. But that was kind of part of her brand and that, like, her whole thing, like, the sort of... Yeah, it's like, what does it matter? Does that make my art any different? Well, and the narrative that she's been selling as... Janelle Monet this whole time is where she's kind of doing this role of an android who uh, is an entertainer named Cindy Mayweather who fell in love with a human and now she uh, the authorities are out to get her and um, deactivate her. 
Oh. That's like the whole story of, of her albums. What would be the shape of... Metal? The shape of metal. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, so she is... Um, yeah. Anyway, so Dirty Computer, though, super fun and good for her. She came out as uh, open to uh, all possibilities. Very nice. Yeah. I wonder if she's non-binary also. Well, I guess maybe we'll get there one year. Yeah, I mean, like, I think she's going to keep probably surprising us with more more information and just being yes. awesome. I really like Not her. that it's any of anybody's business. Right. But if she wants to divulge, go ahead. But if like, it advances her art, if she feels it advances her art, I say go ahead and do it. Well, especially, and I feel like people really like her. I feel like, I mean, especially, I love that she was in two really highly honored movies that one year. She was in Hidden Figures yeah. and Moonlight. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, her coming out is definitely a step towards acceptance. Yeah, I think she's got, like, the right kind of um, cachet with people already. Yeah. To where she's only going to help the cause. Yeah. It's not like Bill Cosby, you know, it's not, if Bill Cosby came out and said he was gay, it's like, oh, great. We don't want him. We don't need you. We don't want you. Yeah. Like, but, uh... Janelle Monet, welcome to the family. Come on. Yes, we love her. Yeah, seriously. She was welcome before. She could she could always hang out. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, that's all I've been up to, I think. I, I feel like there was something else that was, like, really cool that I did, and I can't think what it is, which makes me think it, there probably wasn't anything. <laughs> hmm. Well, sorry. It's okay. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Any games you're playing? Uh, many games. Many a game. Oh, see, so you have been up to a lot. I have, actually. Uh, so, um, because I was traveling, I had the Switch with me. Yeah. Like you do. Yes. And um, so I was playing more Bayonetta 2. I think I'm, like three chapters from finishing that again sweet so that's a thing which will be just in time for donkey kong country tropical freeze again what? totally gonna play that shit again they look cute it's so good and i cannot <laughs> wait to play it on the switch i'm gonna do it on easy mode with funky kong because i did it the hard way once before and i have nothing to prove i'm confident in my abilities as a as a man and as a gamer you've done it seriously i've done it just it's like fun. the king of kong he's already done it he doesn't have to prove himself seriously, again like i don't have to prove shit right i'm just gonna i'm gonna like dabble in easy mode and just have a good time yeah it's gonna be great um anyway so that happened um i love that you're playing this game all over again it was that good it's worth playing again it's that good (sighs) hardly any games are that interesting to me that i'd play them over and over again there are only a couple games i've ever played twice bayonetta the first one um maybe like certain levels of super mario world and mario brothers and all that, is that super mario because you have to because people are always playing them super mario world is one of those games i have played through to completion i think 100. every every two years yeah it's just one of those games um and i can't really like i mean fighting games yeah those are really those don't count no uh yeah i don't know i'm well, sure it's... i'll think of another because, like, yeah, there's a handful of games that I can just sort of sit down and just play through. Yeah. Um, it's like watching a movie that you love. You know, oh, Uncharted. I've played through those a couple times. Okay. Yeah. So, especially number two. Because it oh, it's the best. The best. Um, <laughs> and uh, I also have put a ton of time into Overwatch. Sweet. And uh, I may have unlocked a uh, certain Hanzo who is particularly social. Did you get your social Hanzo? I got social Hanzo. I had to buy him with fucking gold. I still didn't get him just in a normal loot box. I did, however, get like a crap ton of other like legendary skins and stuff. Just hmm. never him. Ed, um, 
also had to do the same thing for his tracer. Like he just couldn't win her in a loot box. I did win a legendary tracer <gasps> from the archives. And I was like, uh, I think this is the thing you told me about. That'd be funny. Her. That'd be funny if he won the social Hanzo. I think there were two people at work who got social Hanzo for free with like their first free loot box. That's so wrong. And it's like, come on, man. Like I, I worked so hard. It's like they know it's like the people who play Hanzo, they're not gonna give it to you. Totally. Yeah. Well, now I've played so much Hanzo because I've done retribution so many times um see i never went so back great. to it after oh my that God. night i had so much fun doing I've all been heroes busy with another game oh well well when i talked about last week oh okay um what else has happened uh oh on friday me and john finished a way out oh yay congratulations thank you it was did super you find fun. a way out we did did you help each other we did did you until we did try to kill each other maybe a little bit <gasps> you're supposed to help each other well you are convicts but that yeah. doesn't matter but it was it was definitely it was interesting and um i do feel like as i was talking to some people about it i think yesterday like i feel like there's two really great moments where you really have to cooperate like really closely and those were great the rest of the game is actually kind of like the gameplay is very very simple it was fine we had a good t- we had a great time but um i would like to see sort of like the hardest moments of this game kind of like exploded out into a longer game because i would like to see more of this sort of like thing that really they force you to work together instead of like oh you're just doing this thing at the same time yeah like when like there's a scene where you lock arms like from behind and you guys both walk up a wall like uh emperor's new groove yeah and um that requires very specific timing yes and that was fun and then um and then like so we played the game and a lot of times we'd just be chatting about other stuff like work or whatever just life while playing this game or we just play the game in like silence and then there's this one section um where you guys are both in like a rowboat and uh at first it's so funny because it starts where like you're in a a river and like the river turns to the right so we both slid we both slid to the left of the boat and started one's going one way and one's going the other we both went to the left and, and started rowing to go to the right and easy and we did that a couple times and then next thing you know there's a fork in the road or fork in the river and we both just sort of like froze and we're like left or right oh shit like and next thing you know i watch him start to paddle one way and so i joined him and we just got and we still hit the the fucking rocks and then as soon as that <laughs> happened i was like oh shit hello he's sitting next to me why are we not talking your brains can't think and so like next thing and next thing we know like oh now it's throwing a bunch of curves and a bunch of forks at us and we have to make a lot of choices like split second choices and it's not that i'm ever going to argue with him saying no we should go this way one of us just needs to speak up about which direction we're going so we both go that way yeah one two or three people one two or three exactly and so like there was so many times where like as soon as he was like okay right Okay, and we'd start like rowing or you know, paddling wildly to make sure we went right, and so that was really fun. And it was and it was interesting just because like we were playing it as if we didn't have, as if we weren't on the same couch, and as if we didn't have like, or if we were playing online and didn't have microphones, we were suddenly just playing as if we couldn't communicate with each other. And he was sitting like three feet from me, and so it was really funny. That, but then we started talking. But why is and it that got better? Though, even though that game's meant to be for communication, well, it's a, we just I don't know. Both of us we, we didn't need communication for a while, especially when we. We started the rowing thing we wanted to go straight and he had one he was on the left side and i was on the right side and for a minute he would like paddle and then i would paddle and then he'd paddle and i'd paddle which you know evened it out so we were going straight the next thing i know we're both just going at exactly the same pace at the same time no words we didn't need words we were synced up and ready to go but then when decision making started happening we were like oh, i guess we should talk to each other <laughs> and then we did and it got better but it was really fun like we had a good time um with that i could have used a little bit more of that level of 
required communication. Yeah. Because a lot of the game, you, you could just play silently. It didn't really matter. Because, like, the game was not that demanding on your cooperation as a team until it was. And then it was like, oh, shit, you better step up your game. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, That's cool. And that sounds like a fun game. I put quite a bit of uh, more time into God of War. Yeah, tell me about it. It is so, like, when I first started playing it, I was like, it's good, but I don't know if it's, like, that great, but it's good. Yeah. Oh, man, it's good. Like, it's gotten real good. It's it's one of those games, the like... The story or the play or the bosses uh, the story, what? The story's good, and so far, like, every single time, like, the story... Like, it's, there are games where I roll my eyes at the story. This is not one of those. Like, every time it gives me a story beat, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. And, like, I mean, there's some times where I'm like, like... Right now, I'm having a little bit of a hard time with the son. Just, he's got a lot of lip on him. He is a young teen. And, like, maybe. I do kind of wonder <laughs> if, like, they're keeping statistics of, like, whenever the kid, like, says something kind of shitty. Yeah. If, like, they're actually paying attention to how many people throw their axe at him. Because I always do. I don't Does like... it hit him? No. It, you actually can't throw it directly at him, but you can kind of throw it, like, just beyond him. So it kind of goes through him. Um, I, but yeah, I kind of wonder, like, how many people, like, whenever the kid's something stupid, like, take a swing at him. Because I keep doing it. Uh, but, um... You're not supposed to hit children, Rob. I know, but he's a virtual kid, and he's kind of a brat sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that game is, like, super great. The combat is real good. I don't want to go into too much detail, just because it's been out for, like... Five days. Just oh, like Infinity it's War. It's been out for, I think, yeah, like, <laughs> 11 days now. And I don't want to spoil anything, because games kind of need a little bit of a longer period to talk about. But, um, down the line, I'd like to talk more about kind of some of its, uh, subtle... Or not subtle, but some of its very gradual reveals where like at first like the game just didn't feel very god of war to me i think that was the biggest problem i had with it it was good but it didn't feel like god of war gotcha and now you weren't climbing up gaia and trying to destroy her and now it feels like god of war however a newer i won't say smarter but a newer much more like an older and more wise that's the word <laughs> it, feels, it feels like a wiser game and it doesn't have the same sort of like adolescent bloodlust that the previous ones did it still has like a lot of violence and stuff but it has it, it's much more wise about it i don't think the backbone of this of this game is his rage for the gods i think it's he's it's more of he's past that learning curve anything like yeah he's 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 definitely a, a much more wise character and he's much more reserved and um everything he does feels much more intentional yeah because honestly like even yeah in, in earlier in in earlier titles it felt like his rage kind of just like ended up getting him into places where he ended up yeah this is much more of like these are choices he's making and they're there there's a reason behind them and he can even kind of use he's not as one-dimensional yeah and, they, and even then he he can kind of remember i think that same level of like fury he had and how dangerous it could be and so it is it's it's very it's good and i think i'm pretty close to the end such is called growing old rob right i feel like i'm only getting angrier as i get older <laughs> are you going to be an angry old man oh my god seriously i'm gonna start throwing shoes at kids off your porch start committing deicide <laughs> oh no um so uh anyway that's happened um and sorry there's one thing i downloaded that i haven't got a chance to play yet but i really want to the demo for detroit become human Oh, it's out. There's a demo available on the PlayStation Store right now. I didn't see that. Okay. Oh, go get it. I do want to play that. That looks fun. I like I like Quantic Dream games, so. Um, speaking of, they have a game right now for we could just say it right now. Well, I was gonna say PlayStation Plus yeah. titles 
We're only going to do PS4 because the other ones are kind of lame. But for PS Plus, for PS4, uh, Beyond Two Souls, starring Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe, is available. I have that for the PS3. I have for the PS3 as well. And it looked great on the PS3. Travis gave it to me. I never played it. What? Because literally like three days after he gave me the game, I got the PS4 and completely forgot about everything PS3. A lot of people didn't like Beyond Two Souls, but I liked it. it. I didn't like it as much as Heavy Rain, but I did like it. Did you play Heavy Rain? Nope. Oh my god, Heavy Rain is so good. Uh, and then also, even the, the game they made before that uh, was called Fahrenheit in Europe, and it was called Indigo Prophecy here. It was also really good. No, I didn't play any of them. That was on PS2 and the original Xbox. Hmm. But yeah, I, I loved Heavy Rain, and Beyond Two Souls was fine. Um, so um, it's cool, that's free. And the other freebie for the PlayStation 4 is Rayman Legends. Which is so good. So good. I love that game. The animation is amazing. I know. Even the original Rayman had great animation. It did. Which I love the fact that like the way they yeah got around stuff was like, yeah, he just won't have arms or legs. It's fine. Yeah. He'll just have free-floating feet and hands. Yeah, it's cute. And, um, but I yeah, love it. It's, the animation has always been good. But yeah, the new ones are so good. I love the UB art platform where they do that sort of hand cell animation kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's um, beautiful good stuff yeah and then on xbox backward compatibility saints row 2 has found its way to xbox one which uh saints row 2 is kind of finally where the game came into its own and it stopped being a gta clone and it became a much more sort of uh it's self-realized wacky title uh like saints huh. row 2 the best description i've heard of it it was from uh yahtzee the guy who did the the video review series called zero punctuation Mm-hmm. Um, he called it like Grand Theft Auto, but if you're playing it as a Batman villain, like one of the missions has you stealing a septic truck and spraying sewage all over a high rent neighborhood to drive down rent prices or okay. property values. That's amazing. Total Batman villain kind of move. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's out for, for Xbox. Uh, if you're feeling funny. like you want to go backward and do it. Yeah. Can you like build like crazy superpowers in that game too? Uh, Saints Row 3. Uh, Saints Row 4 uh, was four. one where you become basically a superhero. Gotcha. Um, and that one's really fun. Saints Row 3 is the one where you become kind of like uh, super like rich. It was the one that was like all of its sort of influence and design was inspired by like Jay-Z and Louis Vuitton. Yeah. So it's very opulent. Hmm. Anyway, so that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Well, I have some news. I finally hunted down the Wild Hunt. What? Yeah, so I beat The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. Do you have a total time count on how long you spent in it? God, no, I haven't looked. But I would guess around 100 hours. So I know that you are... Just in general, fairly opposed to DLC. I'm still going to get these. Yeah, which makes no sense to me that you're opposed to DLC. But you're going to do Blood and Wine and And Hearts of Stone? And Heart of Stone, yes. Especially because Blood and Wine is supposed to be like epic well and, i've heard hearts of stone is or heart of stone is amazing and yeah and heart of stone is supposed to be great also so i'm gonna play them both and i'm on a really big witcher kick right now i'm loving all the mythology so i'm yeah, still see, reading the book yes, i see a book on a table well that was my last yeah. week yeah and, i'm still trying to finish it and i saw your computer oh yeah i have a new desktop on my computer which is stunning i'll pause i'll post the photo on um instagram but um also because i beat that witcher game and i kind of needed a break because i do want to go back and do some more of the missions or side missions but i've been playing gwent a witch's card game (laughs) and i was great against the ai and i am 
ducking against real people. <laughs> so you got to figure out your strategy. You'll get there. Yeah, I'm still learning the cards. Um, it's quite different in the way the cards are laid out and the way you play the game than the Witcher one mm-hmm. in, in the Wild Hunt because there's so much more strategy in this one and so many more rules and so and more factions and more like card sets. So there's a lot to learn, but I'm slowly getting there. I've played probably like 30 rounds so far and I'm okay. Seriously, you've totally gone down like a whole Witcher rabbit hole. Oh, my brother would be so proud of me. Right? Yeah. So... Uh, I did that, and um, what else have I done? Oh, yeah, I guess it's all I've been playing, honestly. Like, it's all Witcher shit. Well, I know, like, on Saturday, I happened to just, you know, see that you were streaming on PS4, and I, like, looked in. It was funny. The scene that I saw was uh, where um, all the crones, where you fought the crones, and they all started out as, like, topless ladies bathing in blood, basically. Oh, yes, in the cauldron. I I tuned in just in time for that. That's perfect. And also, like, I think you, at that point, your stream was uh, total elapsed time at that point as, like, six hours and 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, you were committed. Oh, I was going to beat that game that day. I had to eventually take a break and get back to it, but I did beat it. That's crazy. Because every time I thought I was like, oh, a few more hours and it moved done. No, like it was another 25 hours or something that took me. I remember every day at work, I would like, you know, during uh, me and Travis's, hey, what were you up to last night? Conversation that we had like in the kitchen every single day. Yeah, yeah. He kept me like, okay, I think, I think it has to be close to being done. I'll probably beat it tonight. Like that happened for like a week and a half. Yeah. Where he just kept me like, no, I think. Okay, like it, it. This feels like the ending. Yeah, and it never was. Even after you find Siri, it's still a good twenty hours. Yeah, he was always like, "Oh yeah, this is it. It's got to be." Wait, oh no, there's a there's a lot more. Yeah. Um, but I will say it is one of the best games I've ever played. Really? For somebody who will commit to a game of that depth, mm-hmm. it's like Skyrim. You know, it's one of the best games out there, but it's a lot you have to put into it. I want to get back into Persona Five, but like it sounds like the fastest anyone plays through that main story is like 80 hours which is also on sale right now i think or it was it was like 32 dollars i think pretty good price yeah it's a good price but i I didn't buy it because i'm like uh i'll do the witcher dlcs instead lame i know i can't but um yeah so the witcher nice if anybody else has any input out there i will be glad to hear it Thank you. <laughs> well, is it? Uh, is oh, it time? it's time for you to learn something. It's, time to, it's good we to learn. But you already know something. Probably it's time for the word of the week. What? And the word of the week week I chose because, and I don't think I've had used it before, was because we've been saying it so much recently. Is Ragnarok? Oh, okay. Yeah. Was well, is, is that like <laughs> destruction or? Yeah, basically yes. It's the destruction of the gods and all things. In the final battle of good versus evil. Okay, nice. Yeah. Um, also, Sorry, I feel terrible. I keep burping. Stop burping, Rob. Sorry. The, and another definition, the last battle of the world in which gods and men will be destroyed by monsters and darkness. I like that one. Mm, that was like Tuesday. Um, and also, right, um, and Ragnarok is like li- literally means Twilight of the Gods. Oh. And it's Scandinavian slash Old Norse mythology. So that's nice. that's where you get your Thor from and your Hela. Surprise you didn't throw in like a, you know, last definition. A subpar Thor movie. Bleh. My name's a D. That would be a Marvel joke. Fine. 
And I'm too good for that. <laughs> sure you are. Um, all right. So I guess it's time for the Vinyl Frontier. It's time for the Vinyl Frontier. Thank you for that. Um, so I just got the soundtrack to the Switch uh, Breakdance Battle Game Floor Kids. Oh, uh, I heard it. With art by John John. And, John John. And uh, music by Kid Koala, whom I enjoyed before he did the music for Floor Kids. Nice. But like, oh man, playing it makes me want soundtracks on vinyl to jet set radio and jet set radio future so fucking badly those soundtracks are so good so you lost me well jet set radio yes became jet grind radio for america it came out for the dreamcast it was the first cell shaded game okay it's so good it you play as like 2d it's uh no i mean it's 3d but it looks flat in 2d because oh, it's gotcha. very yeah, cartoony yeah, yeah. yeah um and you play as uh members of the rudies which is a street gang that goes around on their electric inline skates and spray painting stuff and running from the cops it's awesome sounds like a punk life if oh, you yeah. ask me it's super japanese it's so good and then um and then the sequel was published by microsoft Developed by Sega and uh, published by Microsoft uh, for the original Xbox. And that was Jet Set Radio Future. Nice. And it was real good. Uh, I bought that game even though I didn't even have the system for it because my uh, roommate had an Xbox at the time. So I had an Xbox game with no system after I moved out. Well. <laughs> then I bought an Xbox. It was fine. There you go. Um, anyway, so that's the Vinyl Frontier. And also, uh, you know, because I always leverage the Vinyl Frontier into like, hey, what other cool shits out there that you could be spending money on? Yes. Um. <laughs> Uh, I am 8-Bit. Our buddies uh, have announced today, I believe, that they are doing special anniversary reissue cartridges for Mega Man X for the SNES and Mega Man 2 for the NES. Oh, cool. Um, they're doing like a Mega special... Man 2 is my favorite. Mega Man 2 is the best in the series, yeah. I think. Uh, the soundtrack. Ah, it's so, so good. It's so good. It's, um, and yeah, it's got like a light blue NES cartridge. Um, they're only making, I think, like 1,800 of them or something like that, or maybe 1,000. They're not making many. And what is it exactly? It is a fully functional NES cartridge for Mega Man 2. And who can use that? Nobody has an NES. Anyone who has an NES can play it, Actually, though. do we have an NES? I think yes, I, I see one. Oh, I, I do. Another. I could play it. See, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, they're doing special reissues of both of those. I think they're each $100. And one in every eight, I think, glows in the dark. I say hand. No, because the Mega Man collection is out right now for 20 bucks. <laughs> well, I appreciate everything that I made bit does, and I like supporting them. However, um, yeah, I, I'm not really buying retro cartridges. That's not a collection I'm starting. That um, would be so crazy if you started buy, that. <laughs> I continue to buy their vinyl releases, but I'm kind of okay when it comes to the vintage cartridges. You have to draw the line somewhere, Rob. Seriously, I, I paid almost $400 for the mystery box. So yeah, I think I can get a pass on this one. Yeah, I think so too. Um, anyway, so that, that was the Vinyl Frontier. Well, you better just stop right there, Rob, because you just got yourself stuck in a graphic jam. Honk, honk. <laughs> I don't have my cans to whack together right yeah. now. My one can Next still has time. soda in it. Oh yeah, we don't want to do that. I can smash it against something, but I don't think you're going to like the outcome. No, that'd be bad. So, this week, our Graphic Jam is sponsored by Jim Lewis, who is somebody um, that listens to the podcast, and we're friends on Instagram. Hi, Jim! Jim's dope, and he sent me this, and I got it in the mail today, and I was like, oh, I'm going to read it because I'm going to talk about it tonight. So, it's called Empress, and it's by Mark Miller and Stuart 
Eminem. Eminem? That was what it looks like. Yeah. And I don't know if you're familiar with Mark Miller, but he also did Kick-Ass. Uh, oh, and Kingsman. The Kingsman. Yeah. And he also did uh, Wanted. Oh. Yeah. So he's... And also, this this book that I'm about to talk about is also in um, works to be made into a film. God, this is Mr. Uh, what he writes gets made into a movies guy. Uh, yeah, basically. Because not only that, like um, another one called Nemesis, another called Superior, another called Starlight, another called War Heroes, and Jupiter's Legacy and Chrononauts are all being made into features right now. He must be very busy. He's very busy and very wealthy, and I hope he's very single. Oh. But yeah. So anyway. Um, Empress is about a here you go it's about a queen a uh, queen hey queen who is married to a tyrant and i don't have anything cute to yell at a tyrant do it though i want you to Nah, good okay so this story takes place millions of years before humans even were on earth and it's kind of what happened before the dinosaurs and everything happened and it's just like humanoid type race who ruled the world and traveled the galaxy and so this queen is the wife of a tyrant who has basically is an evil dude and she's like okay we have three kids i gotta get my kids out of here this is not good for them it's not good for me we gotta go and so they flee with her bodyguard across the galaxy to get away from this evil overlord and basically the entire book is a running joke of them teleporting to different planets and just com- just getting into the craziest mess every time they teleport and so it's them basically escaping every single time they teleport Either it's um, junkers who are trying to steal them and sell them, or um, dinosaurs, or I mean, it's endless on what happens to them. So it kind of reminded me as I was reading it. Have you ever seen the movie, um, um, oh, what was it called? Adventures in Babysitting? Uh, Yes, I've seen Adventures in Babysitting. (laughs) You know how they're always running into some shit as they go along the way? That's what this reminded me of, but the space version, of course. I love that movie. I love that movie. So much. Uh, Is that guy's name Dane? Is that Dane? Uh, Yeah, that's Dane. He has some fucking good hair. Okay, and it's blue. Yeah, I was just kind of like flipping through this book and like he's kind of silver foxy except more light blue foxy. Yeah, he's hot. And, uh, but holy shit, like his hair is like just juicy it could get it okay yeah he's got good hair and um the other the overlord's pretty cool too he kind of looks like thanos yeah you ask me yeah or or like it looks like thanos meets hellboy yeah i could see um him playing it what's the guy who played hellboy um ron perlman ron perlman or now the cop from uh stranger things david harbour he's the new hellboy oh really they're making another yep i didn't know that yep well, that's a good announcement. That's why he was not at the Stranger Things 2 premiere, because he was shooting Hellboy. I didn't know that. At least that's I believe awesome. that's what he was doing. I think he was shooting something. I think it was Hellboy. So Yeah, so um, thank you, Jim. This is an awesome book, and it's very well done, and Empress is a hit, I think. Nice. So this is the book one. I don't know how many books are out right now. I'm going to check it out, but I'm interested. Oh, this book also reminds me, if you're a fan of Saga, it kind of has that kind of Saga-esque vibe to it, where it's... They're on the run, and they're being chased the entire time, and you're kind of, like, following their adventures, so. Nice. Yeah, so that's the graphic jam. That's awesome. 
Well, um, so I guess, are we on to some newsy stuff? Um, or no, but yeah, news. Then yeah. we do Overwatch League. Yeah, let's do um, I don't have that many, that many news things this time for once. Yeah, me neither, I only have, actually. like, five. Yeah, I, I don't even have that much. All right, then, fine. Um, well, uh, I guess I will start. Go for uh, it. Westworld has already been picked up for season three. Yay. Yay. Which I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more. Nice. Um, I liked episode two, so fabulous yeah, give me um on may 29th like this is gonna be a really cool month for video game releases but just between like you know dark souls and donkey kong tropical freeze uh and there is an awesome bullet hell shmup called are you familiar with the shmup genre no like you ever played 1942 or 1943 for the original nes it was a top-down thing where you play oh, as yes. a plane the bullets planes. come at you yes um well like jap the japanese kind of really took it to like the next level with the the shooter up or shmup genre where like there's like just cascades of bullets where like you can just barely navigate through them and there's like the and it's like a crazy ballet of avoiding bullets like Mm. it's like a whole genre unto itself but like i used to play those games a lot well ikaruga is one that came out for the gamecube i mean it came out i think originally on the like arcade and dreamcast and then it came to the, the gamecube that's where i played it the first time um and it's coming to the switch on may 29th which is awesome. Ikruga is meant to be played vertically. Like, so uh, they actually had a thing where, like, if you were comfortable turning your TV sideways, there was a mode in the options where you could twist the entire image 90 degrees so it filled the screen when your screen was vertical. So the Switch, the idea is, like, they're like, yeah, just take your Joy-Con off, put your Switch sideways, and play Ikruga that way because that's the way it's meant to be played. Um, And so Ikaruga is an interesting one, though, because it is both this thing of like the bullet hell where you have to avoid all these bullets. Yeah. But um, your ship has a polarity. So like if a bunch of black bullets are coming at you. Why are you going to be black? I'll explain. Uh, There's black and white bullets. If a bunch of black bullets are coming at you and your ship is white and you get hit, it'll kill you. If you flip your ship over so your ship is black. It absorbs the black bullets and powers your special move. Gotcha. And the inverse is also true if you if you have white it's, bullets it's white coming bullets. at you. Um, but then also if you are uh, if you are white, you do extra damage to any black enemies. Oh god! Inverse Here is also, we go. Inverse is also <laughs> true. Uh, and so like it's this thing of like you because like if you are white and you are shooting a white enemy type, is it a black and white game? No. Oh. But it just has the that color of enemy types. But like, if you're the same color as the enemy that you're fighting, you still do damage, but you don't do as much damage. So if you invert, you start doing a lot more. However, then you take the risk of taking on any of the uh, bullets they send you, killing you instead of you know actually powering up your special. I still can't get over the fact that you called it a ballet. Yeah, it is. It's a delicate ballet if you play it correctly because it's very you have to just navigate and it's very graceful and beautiful by the time it's done. Shoot 'em up games are like a weird art form. They're wonderful. I love Ikaruga. That's amazing. It's I need to find you some some good examples of like some good YouTube playthroughs of amazing shoot 'em ups because there's I mean uh, I can't even think of the names. There's some that have like giant purple bullets that like you have to avoid and the fact that people can do them is weird and there's a lot of video clips of people playing like ikaruga in like an arcade like two player where they're controlling both of them like it's amazing i've seen some footage of this you know i used to play and travis could even vouch for me a lot of those like overhead plane games flight uh, flight games Mm -hmm. um what is the first one that had the 
following taser like it's kind of like a, a like a stream that shoots out and kind of just like whips the enemy planes down oh god is that what was that that's not not was act- it neo geo i'm trying to think there was an snes one not act razor it was snes um is it Gr- gradius that sounds familiar it was almost a launch title if i wasn't thinking of it. it actually goes left to right instead of top or bottom to top but like no i'm thinking of one that goes bottom to top well i'm not sure but but i know which one you're talking about yeah. that's left to right also yeah i used to play this a lot i love those kind of games like smash tv mm, and yeah. um they're all kind those of those are dual stick shooters they're a ballet of bullets right i, I will not be made fun <laughs> of for that i think it's very accurate no that's gonna be the name of this podcast okay good <laughs> a ballet of bullets um <laughs> and uh yeah so you're coming to switch later this month yes. end of this month which i'm excited about and um, then... the, uh, also conan <laughs> exiles comes out this ah month. for um, xbox PC, PS4, Xbox One on May 8th. Well, it's a bummer that on consoles, it won't have the dick physics. I know. Where's the dick physics? Where's the dicks? Where are the dicks? We're all humans. We all have those, like, reproductive parts. Yeah. Yeah. Lame. Um, So, uh, do you want to do some of your news? Well, um, to keep going with that, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition comes out for Nintendo Switch on May 18th. I forgot that was coming out this month, too, which I'm getting that because Todd really wanted to play it. Ah, yeah. Dark Souls Remastered, uh, PC, Xbox One. Rob is very excited. The Switch version got delayed, but I'm okay because I'll be playing it on PS4. PS4, May 25th. And for you PCers, The Elder Scrolls Online Somerset, May 21st. So and playing off the Dark Souls thing that you said, yes, the Dark Souls remastered network test is a success. Will be happening oh. <laughs> on May eleventh, and the way to ensure that you are able to be a part of it, you can download the client for it to your systems right now. Do as, it as I already did. Do it as long as you download it by the eighth of may so uh you have until next tuesday yeah today is the second yes second is when this comes out and it's also technically today because it's after midnight now um but yeah if you download and install the client uh for the network test then um which is only available to the eighth so there'll be three days where you can't download it and then the network test goes live so um if you are all at curious about dark souls and you want to try out the multiplayer it's free if you want to do it nice so scary you should you should get it i should get it i probably should you should <laughs> those eyes <laughs> i have laser eyes and i'm gonna tell you you should do it i think um your burps are contagious also I'm sorry now i'm burping <laughs> sorry um i like, had to like stuff a sub you know in my face before i came here because i was dying <laughs> Very nice. Um, oh, is that it for that? That was it for the Dark Souls thing. I still okay. got two other bits of news. Um, so I have a piece of news. Students learn, it- bleh, bleh. Students learn Italian playing Assassin's Creed 2. Cool. So um, that was the one where you play Ezio and you're in Florence in like in 1476 so one of the best in the series kind of the time period you're they're kind of teaching you and um so i'm just going to read this from the article bregni who is the teacher uses games to reinforce vocabulary and grammar introduce cultural data and teach students to problem solve in italian he links specific game chapters to pedagogy logical goals, preparing students with vocabulary and grammar worksheets, applying them in the relevant game, and discussing and reflecting on them afterwards in a written exercise, the process he calls identity acqui- sorry, identify, acquire, and create. 
And, um, oh, sorry. No, I love that Assassin's Creed is so often used for educational purposes between that and, like, even discovery mode for uh, for Egypt. Oh. Because, like, there's tours that you can take where, like, it literally, there's no combat. You just get to walk around and, like, it's the equivalent of, like, you know, the past. A museum. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a virtual world, museum. Except it takes place in the past. So it's not even really, it's just, you know, That's you amazing. just get to live the, because, like, they built all these things and they built them so highly detailed with all these really, like, highly researched elements. Like, yeah. you might as well just walk around and learn. Totally. Oh, I completely agree. Um, and so apparently, um, students are who take his courses are three to five points ahead of other students in traditional Italian courses. Nice. So it works. Yeah. So that's that. You go, girl. I mean, guy. <laughs> well, uh, just a little bit of like fun. Not. <laughs> ah! Excuse Bless me. you. Thank you. Not game related, but um, still, you know, fun, nerdy TV kind of stuff. Uh, today, they announced that for Cinco de Cuatro, which is uh, going to be May 4th. Uh, <laughs> the May the 4th be with you? Exactly. That's also Braddock's birthday. Really? Yeah, my baby's turning 12 on Star Wars Day. Oh. Um, so, Did uh, you, you also know Return of the Fifth? Yes. You know that situation. Mm-hmm. It's, no, all... it's, it's Revenge of the Fifth. Oh, yeah. Revenge of the Fifth. Thank you. Yeah. Disneyland does stuff for both days, oh, really? so you should go and get your Disneyland pins that they and make especially for special those popcorn days. buckets or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure Jeff Granito probably designed them because he always does. <laughs> mm. So, um, on the fun nerd stuff on uh, Cinco de Cuatro, which is May Fourth, uh, that is an Arrested Development joke for anyone who does not know that. Um, Arrested Development season four, which was the Netflix original season, which was kind of problematic. Did you watch it? Oh, I heard it's about the character. Like each character has their own episode. Mm-hmm. You told us about that. Yeah, yes. they wanted to go like Rashomon style, where like every yeah, like episode one's about Michael, and episode two is about uh, Lucille, and episode three is about Buster, and like so it jumps through time quite a bit. And the reason why they did it like that, I guess, was to accommodate the fact that like the shooting schedule for all these big stars now was really hard to get everyone in the same room at the same time so they kind of did it like you know they did each character centric episode and uh they recut and like to be honest like it was a cool idea it just i don't think it worked i did not care for season four really at all and i don't know if it was just that like the story wasn't compelling if the jokes didn't work if it was just kind of maybe past its time or if that new format didn't work i don't know but they have recut season four to be a normal more linear structure similar to uh the the previous three seasons Uh and they also announced that season five is coming soon so soon that you're probably going to like the 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 letter or the press release that you know it could be today the press release that he wrote actually said like season five is coming so soon that you're actually going to be saying like how is this the first time hearing about this Huh. Or I'm hearing about this now. So, um, but yeah, so season five is coming, but season four is being recut, which I'm hoping will kind of save it a little bit because season four was not the best. So it's no bueno. So if you're an Arrested Development fan, give that a look-see on Friday. Cute. If you're not busy playing like, you know, God of War or something. Which we know. totally will be. Well, I, hopefully I'll be done by then. Already? I think I think close. It's that fast? Like, what is it, 30 I've hours? Put, I put some serious time into it over the, over the weekend. Hmm. Um, and I have one I last see. little bit of news. I see how it goes. So my last little bit of news. Um, so a uh, 13-year-old mm-hmm. was signed mm-hmm. uh, for a for the uh, Fortnite League 
Oh, wow. Here is the fun little catch, though. There is no Fortnite League. This kid was signed because somebody feels like, well, there will be a Fortnite League. I'm just signing him now because I'm going to want him on my team. So someone has been signed for a sport that doesn't exist yet. And the kid actually signed? I guess. He's 13. He's the first Fortnite League There is no Fortnite pro. League, so he's nothing. Well, he will be the first Fortnite League pro. Not necessarily. What if they don't want him in the league? He's already been signed. By something that doesn't exist. Well, I don't... I, I didn't read the full article. It, was, it felt like a Was very... it a 15-year-old signing him up? <laughs> <laughs> yes, his older brother signed him to a league that doesn't exist. He's that would actually be hilarious. Rob, I'm going to sign you up as a Fortnite pro, so you're now number two. Sweet. Yeah. Not very good, but the doesn't important matter. thing is I got signed. You could be the, um, you could be the Shanghai Dragons of... Fortnite. <laughs> They're doing better. They almost won uh, last week. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, so esports organization Team Secret, uh, the CEO, John Yao, has revealed that they've signed 13-year-old player Kyle Jackson to their roster for Fortnite. The thing is, there is no actual sanctioned Fortnite event right now. Uh, that guy, the CEO, John Yao, explains, our guess is that Epic Games is also going to announce something and get behind the esports scene. And so before everyone else jumps in and all the good players are already signed up, we wanted to make a preemptive strike. So, Well, that's esports gaming for you nowadays. Yeah, all well, right. It's like the article uh, It's was... like people who buy those, um, those web addresses because they know they'll be popular and people are going to buy them from exactly. you. Exactly. Stupid. Like... Uh, and yeah, like the, it's, I read this article on Destructoid and, um, the very, like the sort of sub headline just actually says, we've probably reached peak esports because uh, it feels like a very esports thing to sign somebody for a sport that doesn't yet exist. Yeah. But good job. Kind of a fun little, uh, thing there. Well, everybody's talking about it. So they did something right. Right. Uh, okay. Anything else? That's all the news I got. Well, I got some updates for Overwatch. You do? I do. Uh, in first place, we have Boston Uprising. Damn. With eight wins, zero losses. Um, second place, NYXL. Seven wins, one loss. Third place, LA Valiant. Six wins, two losses. And fourth place, LA Gladiators. Go LA. Jeez. From like eighth. Or no, were they in eighth? Or were maybe I'm thinking of Houston last week. Yeah, Houston was in seventh, I think. Okay. Um, with Gliders has eight or five wins, three losses. And then we have your Houston at fifth. Yay! With four and four. Tied with Philadelphia Fusion, four and four, and Soul Dynasty, four and four, and San Francisco Shock, four and four. And then we have Lynn Spitfire, Florida Mayhem, Dallas Fuel, and last and always least. Oh, Shanghai Dragons. Dragons. Do you want to join Shanghai Dragons? Can't be any worse. No, I'm okay. They they, they almost beat Philadelphia uh, on Friday. Almost doesn't count. It was really close, though, I think. Well, that's a bummer, though. I would like to see them win once. Me too. Yeah. Um, It'll happen. It'll happen. So uh, starting today, the 2nd, um, at 4 p.m., it's Philadelphia Fusion versus Dallas Fuel and Florida Mayhem versus L.A. Gladiators at 6 and Houston Outlaws versus San Francisco Shock at 8. Woo! That's going to be a hard one for me to watch because I like both those teams. Well, I might be going to Guild Hall. Oh, no. I don't think Jake's old enough to even drink, is he? Yes, he's 21. Okay, well, I might be there tomorrow night, so if well, he goes and drink, maybe he'll be there. Oh, man, that'd be so cute. Even though I would not even recognize him, so. You would you recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be wearing the I Love Rob shirt. Okay. Uh, that's the one. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> 
So, uh, is it time for the crush? Crush. Of the week. Crush. <laughs> yes, it is. Yay. I'm running out of crushes. I really need to come up with some new ones. Um, mine is uh, Rodan from Bayonetta. But these have to be you're actually crushing on. They're not just random people you're choosing. No, no, no. I've been playing Bayonetta recently on planes. And um, he's like. Yeah, I like him. I'm yeah. just saying. No, like, that's why I'm like, I'm running out of people that I care about. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's like, you know, pretty big, burly, rough shopkeeper who keeps going into hell to get you weapons yeah I, I like a man who goes and fights demons to get me shit um and uh he's voiced by dave finoy who uh is a good you know uh voice actor i think of a previous uh, of a crush already done i was gonna like i was gonna i realized it was like oh he should be a little cagey and i'll write down another, <laughs> another another character he's done for next time but i think i've already done lee from the walking the telltale walking dead i don't think you did i think i have in like probably like episode like five wow it was like a long time ago because hmm. I, I don't I, remember that i remember digging up photos of him to post to instagram oh yeah that like would a be a reason. billion years ago yeah so yep he was the voice of lee and he's awesome well i'm going to follow your lead and she's a non-video game character what for my crush who is that my crush of the week is troy baker because he's so hot he's technically a lot of game characters he's a lot of game characters so really you just like kind of didn't really choose because you chose somebody who is everyone yeah he's so hot he is beautiful blonde and tall and he voices i'll just name some of like my favorite characters joel from the last of us oh uh, joel. booker dewitt from bioshock infinite yup um talion from shadow mordor and shadow of war sam drake from uncharted 4 and the lost legacy pagan Pagan man from far cry 4 which i never played but i knew you'd like that oh yeah and magni from god of war 4 oh yeah it's funny because yeah his brother is uh voiced by nolan north Oh, really? They they always are in it together. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah, brothers in Uncharted, and eh, I love it. And doesn't Nolan do um, Shadow of War also? No, who is that? No, the voice of Celebrimbor is uh, actually the voice of Mimir in God of War, the new one. Oh, okay. Okay. It's funny because well, they so even yeah. have like a similar kind they of They all thing. have that. Yeah, they have that threesome going on. So I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but I won't tell again because he is my crush of the week. Mm -hmm. So I ran into Troy Baker at my first Comic-Con, and um, I was walking down the hall to get to the Shadow of Mordor panel. And past him, had no clue who he was. We locked eyes. I couldn't get into the panel because it was booked. And we locked eyes. And then I remember looking back at him. And then he looked back at me. And I think he's married, though. But He is. Or yeah, he has, like, a, a long-term girlfriend he's, Yeah, or he's not married. He's definitely, like, been with the same woman, either engaged or just in a relationship. And I just remember thinking, oh, my God, he's so beautiful. And he's as tall or taller than I am. So I think that's kind of probably why we're like, hey, another tall person in the room. So, um... So anyhow, I did get into the panel, though, because I was going to the bathroom and the person was like, do you want to get into this panel? And I was like, sure. And he, they brought me in through the back door. I was like, 
How many times has that happened? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I got to see Troy Baker twice that day. He's a super nice guy. Um, And he does music, too. Oh, does he? He he writes music. He even wrote the song for, um, oh, my God, what was that game that my brother and I played? And it's with the little gun that talks with the skull. Shadows of the Damned. Yeah, he wrote the song for that. God damn it, I love that game. So, yeah. Um, He, uh... He complimented my voiceover at the Dice Awards two years ago. Did he really? He did. And you didn't get a picture with him? Uh, I've interviewed him like a bunch of times for that job back in the day. So I never got a photo with him, but I've had him actually record video messages for uh, coworkers and friends in the past. Nice. Oh, also, because um, Keith listens to the podcast, he does the voice of Nightwing, Dick Grayson, in Injustice. And that's Keith's favorite. He was also the voice of the... Jake Muller. And... He was the voice of the Joker in yes. Batman Arkham Origins Arkham only. Origins, yep. Because otherwise it's been Hamill. Uh, yeah. He was also um, Jake Muller in Resident Evil 6. In Darksiders 2, he was somebody. Diablo 3, he was Scoundrel. He's everywhere. He's, I mean, if you look at the list, he's been doing it since 2004 for video games. One of the first times I recognized him, he was Snow in Final Fantasy 13. And he's also Vincent in Catherine. Yes, I was going to, that's the other one I was looking for. Vincent and Catherine. Yep. So, Trevor Goodchild and Anne Flux. So, he's got a very long... Oh, Metroid Prime he's in. So, whatever. Nice. He's in everything. So, yeah, he's my crush. Nice. Cute. I love that you just picked, like, all of the video game characters in yeah, one there, person. there's nobody left. Right? I did it all. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, you can follow the podcast. No, you can follow me. I'm more important. Follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter, or follow me on Twitch at Satine. <laughs> yes, or you can uh, follow, or not, or you can do both. Really, you can follow us both. Yeah, I'm. I am not as important as her, though. No, you can follow me. There is an order to this. There is. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Fast Danger and uh, on Instagram and Twitch at Mister Gladstone, where Mister is spelled out. You can follow the podcast at um at Bit Diff Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can send us an email at bitdiffpodcast at gmail dot com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play? Yes, would you please? Please. And while I'm looking up this comment that we got last week, um, I wanted to give a special thank you to Jim Lewis again for being so nice and sending me Empress and... Well, also just for Keeping being the... one of our more engaged listeners. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So it's always nice to, you know, see some messages and have a little chat about games. Yeah, and I love this book. So, I mean, I mean, you don't obviously have to send me a book for every, like, book you love, but give me other options that I can go out and get because I obviously like the same stuff you like. So we could talk about those on other episodes so here we go sorry this is always so you gotta have those things ready <laughs> i know you know what because i forgot to do it and i was like oh i just remembered as we were doing this i was like oh yeah, leave a comment here we go this is from violet uh sorry violet femme who actually watches me on my twitch stream ah, that's a cute screen name i know i love it um this podcast is so fun as a trans gamer i love this podcast and it's queer take on pop culture also satine is a sweetheart 
part and lots of fun to play Overwatch with. Yay. Yay. Um, even though Violet Femme is new, kind of new at Overwatch, they play a mean Sombra. Yeah. Yeah. So she's pretty dope at it. So nice. So if anybody wants to play Overwatch with Violet Femme, it's Violet Femme 26. She's going to hack your face. She's going to hack your face off. So yeah. Nice. All right. And that's the show. That is a show. All right. Well, yeah, I love it. We're just sort of like, meh, here we go. There you go. We've done over 50. It's old news now. We're just like, ugh. I know. We're so old. I know. Now we just need tons of sponsors. Like, yes. I want free shit now. I want to, like, wear a hat that's so covered in brands. I feel like we like... deserved it after all this madness <laughs> we've been through. <laughs> it has been madness. Yes. All right. And... Chowsies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.